welcome to Connected, episode 342. It's made possible this week by our sponsors, FitBod, ExpressVPN, and StoryWorth. My name is Stephen Hackett, and I'm joined by Mr. Federico Vitici. Hello, Stephen. Hi. How are you? Hello. It is Friday, and it's weird, but we're here. Very true. We're also joined by Mike Hurley, who is always introduced correctly and on time. Yep. We've got to get down today, haven't yes. we? Yes. Got to get down on Friday. How many years ago was that song? Couldn't even tell you. I would, I, I would say 10. All right. Got to get down on Friday. Rebecca Black. Was released in 2011. Oh, my God. Exactly 10 years. It's, it's 10 years ago. February 10th, 2011. So almost, I mean, you just missed it by a few months. Oh, man. Can you imagine if it was today? Like how That'd exciting that would have been if it was today? <laughs> She's back, though, right? Like, I think I saw this recently. She, she's releasing music again. Sometimes I wonder, like, and maybe this is one of the future pro topics uh, for for Connected Pro members. Mike, where can people sign up for Connected Pro? Get connectedpro.co. Perfect. Uh, but sometimes I think about, like, and I kind of, I don't know, maybe it should be, like, a TV show, maybe it should be a podcast. Like, what happened to, like, people who were, quote-unquote, famous? Oh, I think about this a or lot. Or, like, a meme yeah. for a while and then disappeared. Like, I think about this a lot, especially in do? the context of what what are they doing now? Yeah. What did well, they, I think how that's they, the thing, isn't it? Like, what are they doing how now? How did they use their money or temporary celebrity status and i also think about this a lot in the in the context of the damn daniel guys <laughs> what, is, what is he doing now i bet they just got a youtube know. channel or something mm, i don't know i think more of this about not so much the meme people but like musicians who had like three good songs okay so i gotta be honest with you right what do you do next okay so let a few months ago i was driving with sylvia and I was thinking about this again, and I told her, you know what I would love to do at some point, someday in the future, when I have more free time? Like a show that is entirely about, like, every episode is a single song from an artist that just had that famous song. Lots of one-hit wonders. Exactly. Like, a show yeah. about one-hit wonders, and I just think that's such a fascinating topic. Like, like just talking to these people and asking them, how do you feel about being a one-hit one hit wonder because on, on the one hand you think about it it maybe kind of sucks right that everybody just knows you because you did that song mm -hmm. but also on the other hand i would say how like it's not like everybody can be known globally for a song so you're still pretty fortunate if you think about it i don't i don't know i have people really look at that and think feel fortunate because you know. always want to continue it, right? Anyway, if if this is <laughs> the kind of conversation <laughs> that you enjoy, anyway. there's a lot more of it available for you at getconnectedpro.co. These are the exact kind of conversations that we have that the three of us like to have, but then Apple get in the way and we can't have those conversations. So that's we have to actually talk about other stuff today. We do, but we've got to start with some follow-up. Just two quick things. Uh the first is related to the studio doc, Federico, that you reviewed a couple of weeks ago. You still have it, I guess, on your desk? It's still here, looking at me. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. How does the new iPad Pro, how's that going to work with it? Well, uh, it's not clear at the moment because the new iPad Pro is half a millimeter thicker than the previous generation model. Will it fit the studio dock? Who knows, right? I don't have an an iPad Pro yet, and even if I did, I at this point, I guess I 
shouldn't tell you. Uh, but I don't know at the moment. <laughs> but I really do not have one, by the way. Um, but anyway, I don't know. Will it? My theory is that there may be some issues here, guys, because it was already like a tight fit before. And I wonder if 0.5 millimeters is enough to to cause some incompatibility problems with this thing, especially with the connector that um, attaches to the iPad Pro. Obviously, the Studio Dock is an expensive device, and Kensington, who's the maker of the, this accessory, they don't sell any replacement parts uh, to say if you have a new generation iPad Pro, get this different attachment, for example. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when we have the new iPad Pro. I'm not feeling good about it personally because I know that it was already a tight fit before, and I again 0.5 millimeters though. I mean, it's very it's a very small difference, but apparently it was enough of a difference to cause issues with the older generation Magic Keyboard made by Apple. Uh, we just saw today that the Magic Keyboard they released last year, so that if you bought a th- Magic Keyboard in 2020, you will not be able to use it with the new generation iPad Pro. This is sad Which stuff. is <laughs> unfortunate news for a 350 Because yeah. <laughs> your $1,100 iPad just became a $1,500 iPad. Uh-oh. mm mm uh, which is a bit unfortunate. Now, is that because of the thickness? Is that because of a difference in the camera cutout? I would say it's thickness. I bet it's the thickness. Because, like, it closes completely, doesn't it, right? Like, so if it's thicker, it's probably not going to fit. Which is really sad and unfortunate because it just came up. As Zach in the Discord is saying, you can use it as long as you don't close it. <laughs> I mean, sure. Is, you know, that's not a bad point. Sure. If you want to be, you know, hashtag productivity mode all the time just leave it open right there without closing it and it's just like uh it's just like using a laptop as a desktop computer mm-hmm. it is that's rough it's rough now it will be even worse for the studio doc though because <laughs> this thing <laughs> yes worse what definitely worse for kensington than apple yes i think yes Yes, we'll see i'll let you guys I, know i just want to say this was the thing that we said at the time right that it seemed like a real bad idea to release a product seemingly weeks before a new iPad. And that if you bought that product, you were asking for trouble because I think the type of person that would buy that product would buy this new iPad. Mm-mm. Right? And I, to- I- and I tried my best to tell everyone that. Yeah, I feel like anybody that would spend the money on that thing is very, like... Uh, early adoptery, right? Like yes. Th- they and and that this new iPad actually has some cool stuff going on. We'll talk about it later. Uh, that I think you would go in for it. So iOS fourteen point five comes out next week. Do we know when? Uh, nope. Okay. No. So sometime next week. So next week's episode will feature the condensed twenty twenty one Jeremy's. It, unless. Well, are we going to do it in- anyways? What if 14.5 comes out on Thursday? I think we do the Jeremy's either way. We'll do it anyway. We'll do Cause, it Because anyway. they, they have to have 14.5 out before AirTag starts showing up for people. So I guess it'll be th- maybe Thursday at the latest. We do have a topic we want to get into, uh, a couple little topics, before we get into judging the Rickies. 
And the first is Apple Podcast Subscriptions. You probably have heard by now uh, many of your favorite podcasts are discussing this. So we're not going to tell you. Thank you. We're not going to tell you what this is because it's like a, you probably know by now. I'm only really talking about it because I just want to say something about it, especially because me and Stephen are both here together. We're still kind of looking over everything. It, it, you know, I, I think right now we still can't actually get access to the new Podcast Connect tool. Uh, because of some bugs that have been going on with Apple Podcasts. Uh, by the way, if you haven't been able to find any Relay FM shows in Apple Podcasts over the last few days, should be coming back to life now. My kind of feeling on this is that ultimately, this whole podcast descriptions thing feels like a pretty decent solution mm-hmm. for people who have really large audiences in Apple Podcasts already. Mm-hmm. So if you have like... You know, if like 70, 80% or 60% even of your audience is using Apple Podcasts, this feels like a pretty decent solution for you. There's, the tools that they have are quite impressive. There are some parts of it that are, that are like would be tricky, like you have to upload your audio to a different place. It has to be a WAV file, so there can't be chapters in it and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but the way that they're doing some of the behind-the-scenes stuff is really cool, I think. I actually think it's quite clever. You know, like in the sense of... If you subscribe, you mm-hmm. don't have to subscribe to a separate show. You just right. subscribe, and now you get the ad-free content in the same place as the non-ad-free content show, for example. It's, it, the implementation of it is clever. There obviously are some things that I would do differently, and that Federico would do differently, or Stephen would do differently if we were in charge. But I think, ultimately, this is, I feel, about as good a solution as I could have imagined Apple doing. Right? Because there's obviously going to be exclusivity. Like It seems kind of wild to me that people are upset that Apple aren't allowing this stuff to be consumed in third-party apps. Like I don't really know what you would have expected, mm-hmm. right? To like think that Apple would provide a solution for you to pay them and listen to mm. the connected pro feed if we did it in Castro, right? Like... That's that doesn't make any sense for Apple's business, right? Like they want you in Apple Podcasts. Of course they do. Why wouldn't they? Because there are already so many tools available to do that exact thing. Why would Apple do that, right? You you would use one of like, you know, previous sponsor, but we use them, memberful, or there's like things like supporting cost and Patreon. Like so I don't Apple wouldn't create that, right? They're gonna create something that works well in their ecosystem that they can control. Because plus mm-hmm. as well, the with what they're doing, it wouldn't work as well if you were trying to listen to another app, right? Like, it, it, then it's a different thing. But what I like is that this, you know, what I think that the terms, I don't like the 30%. Nope. I think it should be 15. I don't really know how they could justify 30% because Apple are not bringing the customers uh, even in the same way that they would for the App Store for as much as that could be argued. Um, you know, people pay for podcasts because they enjoy the podcasts that they're listening to. So, that's why you 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 support the show and you want the extra content because you've already built a relationship. Which I just don't really feel like Apple is involved in it all. Um, but what I do like is that the rest of their terms are, I think, much more realistic than we've seen from them in other places and than I would have expected. Like, for example, you can still continue having an, a, a membership program outside of Apple Podcasts even if you opt in 
to the Apple Podcast subscription solution. So you could run them yeah. concurrently. You can choose to charge whatever you want. And, the, you know, it's up to you how you want to manage the content, which is not at all what we've seen in the App Store. And, and I think I think even calling it a membership program is not right. Like Apple's MO is to open a store and that's what they've done. And you can, so you can sell content there, but it's not, I don't think it's full featured enough to be a membership program that a lot of people would really consider to be on par with what you can get elsewhere. I think there's a reason Apple didn't call it a membership feature, a membership program, that it is just a subscription. And yes, that's kind of how companies like ours structure our membership, but it can also just be for stuff you just want to sell. You can just use it like a store if you wanted to. Yeah. 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 You you can have just pure paid podcasts that don't have a free component at all. Look, Relay FM, as I say, we're still looking into this, but look, we already have our solution Mm -hmm. and it's been working really great for us. And it seems to be basically impossible to replicate what we've been doing with Apple Podcast subscriptions. Right. Because... there isn't a way to have Discord and all that kind of like you can't do that. It doesn't work. Yeah, because we don't. If you if you go through Apple Podcast subscription, it's just like the App Store, right? Like Marco doesn't know who does or doesn't own a copy of Overcast because that's private, and Apple doesn't share that with developers. It's the same thing here. So if we were to do this, and you joined Connected Pro in Apple Podcast subscriptions, we would have no way of knowing who you are to get you into Discord and to get you the newsletter and the other things that we already offer. So it's it's mm-hmm. incomplete, and I think that it's very unlikely for Apple to add that sort of thing to this. Because again, A, they may not be able to because I'm sure it's just built on the same store infrastructure they use for everything. But two, like that's just against their stance on privacy, and I respect that. And as a consumer in the Apple ecosystem, I like that. But creators do want access to those email addresses for legitimate reasons. And I don't think Apple's going to play ball with that. No. And and there is that question of whose customer are they, you know? and Yeah, they're Apple's. We, we, we consider our members our customers, but Apple doesn't. And that's why they, you know, they, they keep that information for themselves. So... Look, we'll probably talk about this more in the future, but I know that if we didn't talk about this today, people would yeah. have asked for it or thought that we weren't talking about it for some reason, right? Mm. But basically, it's like we don't have access to all the tools yet, so we can't fully assess it. But what we've seen so far is like this is a option for people, but I don't think it can be an option for us because otherwise we'd have to create a watered-down experience to what we're already offering. And give up 30%. Oh, yeah, and give up 30%. I'm fine with 15. 30 is too much. I think I still think it's kind of it's kind of interesting, though, as an, uh, as an additional option. Like, I don't understand what the outrage is in terms of, did anyone really expect that Apple was going to build a membership system for other people like us and give us access and to the And that's why data? I said what I said. Like, I think we're, and people in our circles are overlaying our idea of membership on top of this, and that's not what they've built. Exactly. We just don't have the listener breakup for Apple Podcast subscriptions anyway. Like, we're a different part of this industry. Yep. But I still think it's a it's a fine option, and it seems pretty well designed. There's a few mm-hmm. things that I don't appreciate <laughs> that you yeah. also mentioned, Mike. But 
I feel like as in maybe as an additional option for folks who just want to get the the ad free you know extended version of a show without any other perks and if those people are super into Apple podcasts because they like using Siri or they like using the HomePod and Apple Watch seems pretty fine for that and it's pretty much like the App Store and that also includes the unfortunate 30% fee <laughs> which I really don't understand but I don't know. I, as with most cases, I guess I don't understand um, some of the outrage that I've seen. But hey, to each their own, I guess. I understand it if we would have expected them to be doing something altruistic. <laughs> Why would they? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have and continue to do some level of quote-unquote altruism with Apple Podcasts in general, right? The fact that they are continuing to maintain this directory right that ever that has, has an exactly. api exactly. i'm like yes they've added an opt-out in the api but i don't that doesn't really bother me um mm-hmm. people can opt out if they want to and then that becomes their own problem and so they continue to have this thing that's available and apple have stewarded podcasting for years i think that they've done a very good job of it now they're adding this thing on top of course it was meant to benefit their business whilst also providing some podcasters with a way to make money yeah. like that they I don't know how we if it's the same with a 30%. I'm not surprised, I'm just disappointed. Yeah. Right? I wish they wouldn't have done it, but I'm not surprised that they've done it. And if anything, I'm pleased that they kept the 15 after the first year, but let's take a break and then uh talk about AirTags. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Fitbod. Fitbod is the fitness app that provides a personalized exercise plan, a fitness plan that actually fits you. When it comes to fitness, Fitbod believes everyone can be better. Whether you're working out three times a week or twice a day, Fitbod's algorithm uses data and analytics to help you build on your previous workout so that your next workout is scientifically proven to be better than the last It has been fine-tuned by certified personal trainers to bring best practices of strength training to you. Your workout program is tailored exactly to your needs, making it perfectly suited for your unique body, experience, environment, and goals. It can be hard to know exactly how much you should be doing while exercising, but FitBod figures that out so you don't have to worry about under- or over-training. FitBod will also mix up muscle groups, exercises, sets, reps, and weight over time, to keep you on top form while helping make sure that you stay on the path that's right for you and helping you take steps towards becoming a better version of yourself. If you're working out at home right now, Fitbot has a bunch of body weight only workouts. These are great for indoors or outdoors, but if you have access to a gym or equipment, they have tons of great workout options there too. They have everything you're going to need no matter how much equipment you have access to. Simply put, Fitbot is there to help you with any exercise routine you need. Now, Mike, I know you have used FitBot. Uh, tell me how you got so ripped. <laughs> Still got some work to do there. What I do like about FitBot, their Apple Watch app is really good because when I'm working out, if anything distracts me, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll be distracted by this thing instead. So with FitBot, you look at their videos and then you can see what your exercise is going to be on the iPhone. But after a little while... 
I don't need to see the videos anymore. I just need to be told, hey, it's this type of exercise now, right? I just need to know the name. I know how to do it. I've done it enough times. So, the, But the Apple Watch app will tell you what your next exercise is. You can also adjust the sets and reps if you want to, all on the watch. And it stops me from being distracted because Federico sends me a text message and I would prefer to deal with that than go on to my next exercise. So I really like it for that because it helps me stay focused on what I'm doing and not get distracted. FitBot is available on iOS and Android, and you can get started right now by going to fitbod.me slash connected, and you'll get 25% off your membership. That's fitbod.me slash connected to try out FitBot for free with 25% off your FitBod membership. Our thanks to FitBod for the support of Connected, Our Bodies, and RelayFM. AirTags! AirTag. Is it AirTags or AirTag? Because it depends Apple, how many you have. Well, Apple never uses AirTags plural. I think. Well, it's like how they never say iMacs. Mm. More than one iMac is probably what they would say, right? Like it's like they never say the, and they put s on the end of anything. Uh, iMac, iMac units, uh, <laughs> iMac. <laughs> I know, maybe Pro. they do put s on other things. Would they say iPhones? Probably. I don't know why they say iPhones. But anyway, because AirTag, AirTag, because it starts with one, right? So it would be weird to call them AirTags if you're just selling one. Right. Mm. Well, this is deep. It's a question for the time, really. It's a question for a question for the linguistics out there. Like I don't know. Anyway. Yes, they are real. Did we get did we get some summer tags for us? I did. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I did. And while I was at it, I figured I would also get some accessories. Was, yes. I mean, why not? I didn't get them engraved though. Um I'm not an an engraving type person. I don't know. I just I don't know. I prefer to put stickers sometimes on things, but usually, like the selection of emoji that you can pick from the tool on Apple.com is limited to just some emoji, and you cannot put like curse words or other things on on the engraving. So that <laughs> sort of, are you sad for that? It's like, oh no, curse words. I mean, it removes the fun, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. There's some fun options that I could have done, uh, but so I just got the standard four pack, and then I got the keychain holder and another leather thing that they have. I just clicked a bunch of buttons basically, and I figured, yeah, this and this other one. And uh, I don't know how I'm going to use them. I don't know why I bought them. I, I think I bought them because of hashtag content, basically. So just yep. I want to talk about them. This was a product that I thought I would want anyway, because it, I do see a value to this kind of thing. And then the review videos made them look even cooler than I thought they were going to be. Um, so I was like, yep, I'm into it. So I mm-hmm. I did, uh, you know, I just thought I went with the Hermes one, you know, just like, just thought I ah, just drop 500. No, I didn't do that. Uh, I bought a four pack. Mm-hmm. I wanted to engrave them. Then it's like, oh, I don't know what I want and decided not <laughs> to engrave them. But then I was talking to Adina this morning and she was like, oh, I would like one. And then I was like, okay, uh, I'll get to get the keychain. Which keychain do you want? 
and I showed, uh, and she wanted the exact same keychain one that I wanted, and I was like, okay, this is going to get confusing, so I did engrave them. I did one with MH, one with AH, and then I did one with a ghost on it and one with the grimacing emoji on it because I thought that was funny. Uh, <laughs> I just picked the ghost because I like the ghost, and then just like of all the emoji faces, the grimacing one, I was like, yep, I'm into it. Like, it's, it's, That's one it's of the a, best a, faces. a very upset air tag uh, at all yes. times. I got a couple of different. I got one of the keychain uh, ones because I do actually want to put this on my keys. Um, the loop one and i got one of the little belkin uh secure holders as well i just want to try out all of the different options here because i know what i want to do with two of them Adina's going to have one for her keys i'm going to have one for my keys i keep hearing people say like i've never lost my keys and as like a reason that they wouldn't want air tags i've never lost my keys and, and that's perfectly fine but here's the other thing i don't ever want to lose my keys so this is the thing that would stop me from doing that, hopefully. Like, I don't think it's a, a a good answer. It's like something's never happened, so it never will happen, you know? I don't think that that's a way to live your life, right? Just having assumed something to this point will mean that it will be that way forever. You know, I don't think that life works no, I'm like just that. saying, and I said this before, I'm not a very mis- misplacy person. Yeah, you are. You know? No, I'm not. You lost the, the only heart thing, rate monitor. No, you stole it. That was stole, that was taken from me. It wasn't it wasn't lost. If you would have had an air tag, you would have known. Well, wouldn't you? am I supposed to exercise with an air tag attached to the sensor attached to my chest? Sure. Well, that seems inconvenient. Jingle jangle. If you keep losing stuff, then you should stick air tags to them. I am not. I'm not losing stuff. I'm not keeping to lose. Like it's not a thing that that happens frequently with, to you. It seems. No. No. I think so. Uh, why would you th- think that? Do I give up the the kind of vibe that I'm a m- as a losing person? As a losing person, <laughs> okay. Would I call you a loser? I don't. I don't think so. A, a, a losing. Uh, how do you call a somebody who loses things? Is there a word for that? Forgetful? I don't know. <laughs> unlucky? Nah, <laughs> I don't unlucky. think there is a word. An unfortunate person. Yeah. <laughs> mm, okay. Steven, did you get the AirTags? I did. I bought the AirTag 4-pack. I looked on Apple's website and it says, what's in the box? And it says, AirTag, 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 AirTag. <laughs> they seem unable to put an S on the end of this word. They refuse so much. <laughs> it's not that difficult. Like, it seems pretty inefficient. And I will say, you know, they care so much about the environment, but they are using more ink or more pixels, depending on where it's written. They should recycle those pixels. Sh- <laughs> That's the thing we can do now. Even in the support document, it's all singular, which is very upsetting. AirTag. AirTag. Did you buy the little keychain? What did you get? I did. So I had. there's two Belkin ones on Apple's website, one with like a ring and one that's like a little string that you loop around it. And then I also did the Apple one, the Apple keychain, just to see the difference. The Belkin keychain gives me big, like, kids accessory vibe. Yeah. Uh, yes. Like, those things, you like, the wild cases you get for kids' iPads, so they drop them and just bounce back up into their hands again. You know what I'm talking about, Stephen? You must have seen Did this kind of stuff. they hit them on the face? They're so bouncy. They just got to be careful with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, like, bouncing around the room. 
Yeah, like they seem more kind of like they've got a bit of like I don't know, they they maybe a more extreme sports vibe to them or something. Like they're more protected. There's loads of accessories though, right? Like that are non-official. Did you see all of this stuff? Like Moment have got them and Nomad have got them. I'm not sure exactly why Nomads is square. I think they may have been expecting something different to occur. Did you see this? <laughs> Nomads is square? What? Nomad <laughs> has a square key, like a keychain where it's square. And I'm not 100% understanding what they thought this product was going to be. Let's like, see. Why I is see it Nomad. square? Like, does it just rattle around inside of there? Why is it square? They have a round one and they have a square one. Maybe the square one is also used for like tiles or something. Maybe it's also compatible with the tile. Yeah. But they they also made a sunglass strap. Okay, so we need to have a talk about the sunglass strap. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do we? (laughs) We, we, Yes, because I feel like the sunglass strap has the same energy of the Bluetooth headset guy kind of person mm-hmm. you know you're you're walking downtown to your big legal firm for work and you're talking to the with the bluetooth headset and you also you're also wearing sunglasses with a strap yeah that to me paints a whole picture you know i feel like they chose the wrong sunglasses for the sunglass strap imagery mm. no man people who wear sunglass straps with air tags in them they wear those sunglasses no <laughs> They wear yes. Ray-Bans? I was imagining more like... Man, we're upsetting so many people here. Like Oakley's or something? Maybe so. As, a, as an option here? It was like, what what would maybe more fit? Because it's maybe at least more like hiking-y or something. Hmm. Or sportsy. I don't think the Ray-Bans... The Ray-Bans don't work for me in this. Uh, I appreciate Nomad making something different. Like, they've definitely cornered the market on AirTag sunglass straps. Uh, I also think it, what Moment have done is quite clever too, where they've made basically these like little plastic discs that you put an air tag in and you can stick it to something. And I think that's quite clever too. Yeah, I want to try sticking an air tag to my car. <laughs> and so this would be perfect for that. Oh, well, can you just put it in the car? Would it being in the car inhibit you seeing it via Bluetooth or you one? I don't think so. I don't know. No, because then it would never work at all, would it? If you put it, if you put an air tag inside of any enclosed space, it no longer works. But the car is like metal Seems and glass, you know. So yeah, just just open the oil cap, and just <laughs> drop the air tag in <laughs> like a treat, and close it up. Put it with the battery, and uh, it will probably keep it powered. Maybe that's how that works. You just stick it to the battery, and it will keep it powered. True. I'm very pleased they went with the replaceable battery thing. Mm-hmm. surprised yeah it would have just been so uh wasteful right because I've, I've used products from other companies before and it's basically like when the battery is yeah. dead you get a new one which is wasteful and it's, that's wasteful why do you think there's a maximum of 16 per apple id why did they choose that number because if you're if you're losing more than 16 objects in your life you maybe have a problem that you need to fix before getting more AirTags? why not 15 do you think it's just because it's divisible by four? Yeah, you can get you can four, four, four packs. Pack? You can spend $400. Hang on. We missed the best accessory. Did we? The Spigen AirTag Case Rugged Armor. I'm putting it in the, in the Discord. It's got oh, a uh, It has like a, it? like a tactical carabiner. 
Oh, you could like mm-hmm. use an air tag okay. when you dangle off the roof. Is this? Has that got a bottle opener on it? I think it has. I'm sure it does. I think, I'm pretty sure that's a bottle opener. That that little rivet. So, what kind of person wears the same accessory? person who buys the sunglasses thing? This is like a whole kit for that person. I mean, obviously, the photo on the Spigen website, the key fob is for <laughs> yeah. a BMW. BMW. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. That, okay, that. do you want to know the features? Features. Rugged build dominates everyday bumps and drum, drops. Dominates. dominates. Oh, my God. This is the kind of... All right, that's the kind of person this is for. Durable zinc alloy and stainless steel carabiner doubles up as a bottle opener to open a cold one. Yeah, when you're drinking with them boys yeah to open sure. a cold one with the boy with the boys <laughs> lightweight build to hook onto your essentials here's what i want to do i yeah. want to start a new website and all i do is review air tag accessories uh-huh i feel like that's you've got a pretty you'd have a pretty good start there's a lot of air tag dot pro i'm not doing okay. it nor am i buying a domain because apple will sue you and take your domain also self-restraint because i just got a hover <laughs> bill that was quite exciting why do these accessories exist? Like, what are you doing with with this thing attached to your belt? Have some sense of style. I mean, come on. What is, what is <laughs> I this? I mean, it's a style, Federico. Yeah, it's a wrong style. Oh, <laughs> I didn't say that. I, I would did. never say that. I, I did. I that. do. I don't care. Um, well, sure. Spigen's leather one is back-ordered okay. 30 days. Well, because it isn't ready. <laughs> no one actually made these yeah. things. Back-ordered means we're still inventing it. <laughs> yeah. We're going to see so many of these. Just there's going to be tons of them. Why not? Why not? Mix and match, you know? Why not? Something for every style. Where else uh, would you want an air tag? So bags, keys, maybe a car. What else would you want to attach an air tag to? I like sauce. Uh, I'm going to put backpack, maybe. Backpack. Uh, I mean, traveling suitcase, obviously. Yeah. Not everyone has a Federico looking out for them. That's true. Right. Very true. Very um, true. Also, some people were saying I'm gonna stick one to the uh, the color on on my dog or something. Apple does not advise you do that. Um, also, I don't know if I want to put like a Bluetooth accessory, you know, right by my dog's little brain. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. And I think you should worry about it, Federico. How much Bluetooth is pinging around inside of your house all the time? Yeah, yeah. But, you got an Apple mm-hmm. Watch on your wrist. Yeah, you got know, Bluetooth man. firing off in there all day, left and right, up and down. Bouncing around. Between the vaccines of 5G. <laughs> no, oh, <God>. stop. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Oh, Microchips? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Have you microchipped your dogs? Is that a thing? I'm kidding. It's a joke. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yes, obviously. Yeah, so why not give put an air tag? You put a chip inside of their body. I put a chip I inside of you. See how you, you feel. You think I? You think I should? Um, like b- use the. Why wouldn't you? Maybe I gotta. I gotta uh, sell Sylvia on the idea, though. No, I just. Do I it. don't know exactly why Apple's saying not to put them on animals. I bet it's just something like legal thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Where probably. like if the air tag doesn't work, then you'd be like, oh, Apple <laughs> killed my cat or something, God, you know? It's always so tragic. Like th- that's the kind of story, you know, that 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 people would try and would try and write. But Yeah, no uh no dog, no children. Shouldn't put it on a child, I think for the same reason. Right. Right. Mark has uh MKBHD made a really um interesting point that I hadn't considered. Because I was just like, oh, I would put it inside my bag, right? Like, put the air tag inside the bag. 
And he was like, no, you should put it on the outside so if people find it, they know there is one. And I was like, oh, that's really smart. Right? Because if these things no, continue... No, wait, you to- lost me. What do you mean? Right, so if I... Uh, my natural thinking about my backpack, right, is to put the air tag just inside the bag so it's not on show all the time. Just put it in the bag, right? Okay. But if my bag is lost... Right. Unless someone starts going through my bag, they're not going to find my air tag. And even ah, if they do, they might not because I might have put it in an inside pocket or whatever. Oh, that's a good point. So if you use one of the little loop things and hang it in such a way that it's visibly on the outside of the bag, if somebody finds your bag, they very easily just scan the air tag for you and call you. Mm-hmm. He said it's like you would put a luggage tag on the outside of a suitcase. Right. You don't put it on the inside of the suitcase. And I was like, oh, that's so you smart. Know, so, you know, I smart. once found someone's wallet... Uh, right under... Did you steal the money? No. So I, I was walking the dogs with Sylvia. It was late at night, and I see this, like, passport photo on the ground. I was like, wait, what is that? And I actually kind of, you know, touch it with my with my shoe. It's like, oh, it's someone's wallet. And it was open. You touch it I'm like a shoe as if there. it could come alive at any moment? <laughs> yeah, it was just, you know, maybe there's like a there's What like if a it's giant, a tiny person? You know, I don't know, it's just saying. giant lizard under it. I don't know. <laughs> Just, I'm just poking wait, it. Okay? Wait, 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 wait. You didn't want to touch it because there might have been a lizard underneath it? Is that no, a thing but that I thought maybe but I don't know. It's just I kind of wanted to poke it before. It's a lizard wearing it. the disguise of a wallet, and that's how they get you. <laughs> All right, so I'm poking the thing, and then I confirm that it's a wallet, okay? And and I, so I take the... And it's like, okay, it's a wallet. It's someone's wallet, and we got to return this. It's a responsible thing to do. So we get the wallet, and there's an ID inside, and so we find the. Um, I actually, I actually kind of broke the law. I think because I, so I saw the the ID, and in theory, you're supposed to go to the police station, right, and say I policia. found this person's. I yes, to the polizia or the mm-hmm. carabinieri, Mike. Mm, obviously, uh, you're supposed to go there and say, "Hey, I found somebody's Wait, ID." Is it carabinieri? What? what you put the air tag onto? <laughs> it's spelled oh, like that. It's come on. on. Come yes. on. They have bottle openers attached to them. So in any case, I can't so I really like I couldn't be bothered to go to the police station. And so I so let me try to be vague here. So in any case, I was able to find this person's address through other means. And it was very convenient. So I didn't have to go to the police station. And it turns out that the guy lived like just under you know at the end of the same street where I live. And so we go there, and basically we ring the bell, and it's this younger guy who was like in his 20s, and he's drunk and in his underpants. As you <laughs> would if you'd he, lost your wallet. <laughs> he opens the door. They're like, hey. And he's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> like, <laughs> like um, are you, you know, I don't know, Tom, okay? I don't remember his name. Like, uh, I think I found your wallet. And so this guy is drunk in his underpants, obviously smelling like alcohol. And he's, it, it basically has this huge smile. It's like, oh, my God, thank you. And he goes for the hug. And so I find myself oh, with my girlfriend at 10 p.m. hugging a drunk guy in his underpants. Oh, you accepted the hug. I mean, he went for what it. What are you going to do, right? You want to push him? <laughs> you stole his wallet, you know? And it's like, I, I found, uh, and I was so kind of, I don't know, it was kind of embarrassing, man. One of the things, one of the many things that happened to me. You have, you do, you, you do get into some scrapes. 
Yeah, but it was actually very like for a drunk guy in his pants, in his underpants, it was very lovely and and you know charming. All's <laughs> 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 well that ends well. So why are we talking about this? I don't know. I don't know. Me neither. I think it's too thick to put in a wallet, which is a bummer. I'd be, I don't even worry about losing my wallet. I lost my wallet once. You lost a wallet. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't worry because I knew how easy it was to handle replacing everything. It wasn't that bad. I could. I was mostly sad just because I lost the wallet. I liked the wallet, you know? Couldn't care about your ID. I mean, an ID is so simple to replace. Or your, or your company debit card. Uh, again, really easy to replace. You just, just give people a call, send that stuff out to you. And, you know, my ID is a provisional driving license, not even a real driving license. So just just got a new one. Easy. Now that we're talking about it, I actually don't know why I bought them. <laughs> it's my just put it in your wallet. Just put it in your wallet case. <laughs> Stick it to your iPhone. It's, I don't know. It's, you can't really do that. Um, I don't know. It's, why did I buy them? Uh, content. You did it for the content. Mm, you're right. Okay. Well, we are going to test them. We are supposedly receiving them in a week, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess in the, not in the next episode, but in the one after that, we're going to be talking about our air tag experience. I'm sure by that point, all of our listeners will really want to know <laughs> our opinions. <laughs> sure. Everybody's waiting for us. Like, I'm not going yeah. to purchase our tag uh-uh. singular. Until the connected guys talk about it. That's right. Especially not AirTag, 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 AirTag. No way. I did mine for in-store pickup because my store is offering that again. And I haven't been anywhere. I was like, I'm going to go to the Apple store and pick my AirTags up. Don't have to brag because you got a vaccine and you can go places. It's true. It was an option for me too, but I... Couldn't be bothered for this product. It's like not. <laughs> I'm not so excited I am about it. Lining up day one AirTag. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> like with this one, I'm fine. Like if we if we order an uh, an iPad for Indiana, I'll probably do it. Um, but or maybe for the Apple TV remote, I'll do it. Uh, but not for the <laughs> not for the AirTag. 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 All right, let's take a break and score some picks. All right. This episode of Connected is brought to you by ExpressVPN. A few decades ago, it was easy to be a private person. Well, something has changed. The internet is here. Think about everything you've browsed, searched for, watched, or tweeted. The sad truth is that data can be crawled through, collected, or aggregated by third parties. Having your personal life exposed for others to see was once something only celebrities worried about. But in the era where everyone is online... Everyone can be a public figure, and to keep our data private when we go online, we can trust ExpressVPN. There are hundreds of data brokers out there, and their sole business is to buy and sell data. The worst part is they don't have to tell you uh, who they're selling it to or get your consent. One of those data points is your IP address, which is used to uniquely identify you and your location. But with ExpressVPN, your connection gets rerouted through an encrypted server, and your IP address is masked. So when you turn ExpressVPN on, you're given a random IP address shared by other ExpressVPN customers. That makes it more difficult for third parties to identify individual people and harvest data. The best part is, it's super easy to use, because no matter what device you're on, phone, laptop, smart TV, all you have to do is tap one button to get protected. I've been using ExpressVPN for years. It really does give me peace of mind that my data is mine. And it is super fast, which I appreciate in a VPN. 
So if you, like me, believe your data is your business, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN on the market. Visit expressvpn.com slash connected and get three months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash connected for those three extra months for free. expressvpn.com slash connected. Our thanks to ExpressVPN for the support of the show and Relay FM. Time to judge the Rickies. Excuse me while I get comfortable here. Okay. For this segment. <clears throat> ah, can you feel that, guys? <sighs> Shut up. The sweet smell of victory. <laughs> can, uh, Stephen, I hope you have a bleep sound ready because this is going to nope. get nasty. No, don't, don't do that to me. It's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. <laughs> Editing this show is the only thing between me and the weekend. Ah, that feels so good. Mm-hmm. All right, round one. Do we need to read the rules? Yeah. Uh, Go on, read them. Go on, read the rules. Go on. (laughs) There are two types of Rickies. Annual Rickies and keynote Rickies. Is that my favorite songs? Come on. (laughs) The winner of the annual Rickies is named the annual chairman and retains the rights to the corresponding Twitter account for the full year. This position is awarded every January. The keynote Rickies winner is named the keynote chairman and retains the rights to the corresponding Twitter account until the next keynote is held. Annual winners roll over to preserve the order of picks. For example, the 2019 annual winner got to go first for the next annual picks. Order of the keynote rookies is based on the previous Apple event. The loser goes last. To earn any points, everything written down in the prediction document must come true. No half points may be awarded in any round and picks cannot be reused. One point is awarded for any pick deemed correct in the first two rounds. Two points will be awarded for correct picks in the risky pick round. If your risky pick is wrong, you will lose a point, and the other two hosts must agree that your pick is risky. For the keynote rookies, the scoring window starts when the event begins and closes when the picks are scored, which is now. The winner of the regular plus risky picks must be granted access to the annual or event chairman Twitter account, and will retain access until another winner is named. As a reminder, Mike is the current annual chairman, and I am the current keynote chairman. We also have the Flexies, which I'll explain when we get there. But guys, the keynote chairman Twitter account is on the line. On the line. And cash. But we'll talk about that later. And in the Flexies, which we'll get to. So round one. My pick. The iPad Pro is updated to a variant of the A14 chip. Couldn't have been more wrong here, could you? How did that go? Technically, the M1 is based on the A14. Uh, How do you know? Are you Johnny (laughs) Shruji? We had this exact conversation last week where we 100% said that you cannot state this. It isn't true. (laughs) We had a whole talk about this. Yes, we've already established this previously. So I got got this one wrong. I don't know about you guys, but when... um, Turnus, is it John Turnus? Yes. I think his name's John. Said he basically started doing the run up to this announcement, right? Of like, oh, it's so good. Like, we've heard other people might want it. I was like, oh my God, they're doing it. Because I didn't expect this, right? Because, because of all of the questions that are now going to be asked for the next at least seven weeks about why would you put the Mac chip in an iPad? You didn't have to. You could have put the same chip in there and called it the A14X, but they have now called it the M1. The M1 is the Mac chip. 
So now it's the question on everybody's lips is, well, why? What are you going to give to me? Yeah, I mean, lots of people have referenced this, but Jason's piece on Macworld, the iPad Pro is a killer machine, but its software is killing me, is uh, exactly what we're talking about. Federico, I want to know what you think about this, because we can all sit here and talk about this, but you're the person who actually is in the trenches using your iPad as your main computer. Does the M1 bring anything to what you're doing, or do you kind of think like we do that it's already fast enough and this is a big promise without delivery yet? Well, it is a big promise, and it doesn't really do anything at the moment for me. I'm not a video editor. I I don't have to export all this 4K footage that, that other people have to. I think it's incredible if you're that kind of user. If you do photo editing, if you do video, if you do 3D modeling, I know a bunch of people that do that. And I think it, for those kinds of users, I can already see the upside of this, right? But for the rest of us, you know, folks who write, who do research, who use the iPad as a laptop, but not for those kinds of CPU and GPU intensive tasks, it is a lot of promise, but it feels like one half of a story that is incomplete at the moment. And and when I linked to Jason's article on Mac stories, um, I added as a note that the last time this happened, it was in, in the fall of 2018 when we got the the first, uh, the, the, the original sort of modern take on the iPad Pro, the 2018 iPad Pro. And at the time, we all said sort of the, the consensus was, well, this is a beautiful machine. It's so powerful. But why is it so powerful? Uh, because at the time when Apple announced the 2018 iPad Pro, iOS 12 was the software that ran on it. And so the last time that this happened, that this exact situation occurred, we all asked that question. And seven months later, Apple delivered iPadOS. So the first OS made for iPad with multi-windowing and all those changes to multitasking. So if history is an indication here, I guess this is happening again, but on a shorter time frame because WWDC is in 45 days or something. It really does feel like, why would you put all this power? Why would you put the M1 and a Thunderbolt port and, you know, and a better display? All these things, extra storage, because you can now get a two terabyte iPad Pro. Why would you do all, this, all these things? Why are they listing the RAM on the website? Why are you listing 16 gigs of RAM as an option? Yeah. And you still have the same limitations as before. To me, this feels like, you get this iPad now, and don't you worry, more is coming in software in the next update. And, like, this is also the kind of thing where, like, Apple can't get mad that we're asking these questions because I mean, they it's... chose M1, right? Yep. Uh, you know, it, they would have put the A14X in it and be like, oh, that's an M1. We know that. We wouldn't be asking the same questions because it'd be like, well, this is the continuation of the iPad. Mm-mm. But they've taken a what I think seems like a bit of a turn and so I'm expecting there to be a payoff. I See. think so. I mean, otherwise, why do it? Exactly. What What's the other? Let's 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 think about it this way. What's the other potential outcome that they release an iPad Pro with these pretty incredible specs in May 2021, but the software for it actually comes out June 2022? Mm, seems unlikely to me. I mean, if that was the case, I, I don't know why you would call it 
why you would say it has the same chip as the Mac in it. Like, I, I don't think that that was necessary, uh, and, but this is the route that they've chosen to go down. My first pick, this one hurts me. 12.9-inch iPad Pro ships later than the 11-inch. The reason yeah. this hurts me is I might still be right. But you can't know. I can't know. We can't know. We're not going to know until next Friday. But I think I, I will just say now, obviously I'm wrong in the pick. I still think I'm right because they're like second half of May. Like, Why, why would you say that? It's such a weird, ambiguous timeline. And they said it for most of their products, which is very yeah. strange. But still, you know, it, it is upsetting to me. But I do not get the pick because the uh, we heard it in the rules. It happened now. But I just wanted to state for the record that I still think that I'm probably gonna. History will show me is correct on this one, but it will make a difference because we're scoring right now. That's right. Mm-hmm. The uh, the third one, Federico. My my first pick was at least one of the new iPad Pros will have a Thunderbolt slash USB four port similar to the M1 Max. The funny thing about all of this is this entire round one, we were all completely convinced that everyone was going to get their points. Mm -hmm. And only Federico got a point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We've kind of talked about this, but it does bring faster speeds, fractional storage. It can push uh, Pro Display XDR now for the two people who want to do that. But, I mean, it's sort of the same thing with the M1. This is a unfulfilled promise, I think. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, this uh, is exactly the story of the USB-C on the 2018. Yeah. And we got like, jump drive support. Yeah. So we are like literally having nothing. the same conversation that we had yeah. three years ago. Just yeah. we, we keep saying the same sentences, the same lines over and over. Just this time it's about Thunderbolt and USB 4. But yeah, we'll see. I guess now you can transfer data up to 40 gigabit per second. Great. Excellent. It's four times faster than before, and you still have to use the files app for that. So, <laughs> if it doesn't crash on you, so. <laughs> great. Yeah, so this is uh, round one. All right, so round one, Federico has one point. Mike and I are tied at zero points, which is a real bummer. Still, everything to play for. That's right. Don't worry, everything can change. Round two, I went first. The big iPad Pro is updated with a feature that is unique to it. Fancy new mini LED display that makes even the Pro Display XDR look kind of sad. How do you feel about that as a Pro Display XDR owner? I mean... <laughs> you're going to have a bad year. I'm predicting this right now. <laughs> Steven's going to feel real bad by the end of this year. <laughs> Tell <laughs> when, us, how do you when, feel? If he was able to just use Sidecar with whatever yeah. Mac comes out. I've got a out, Mac Pro like, oh, and a Pro Display XDR. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I don't use the Pro Display for all of its really cool stuff that it does. Wait, you don't do color grading? No. Really? I, no, it's weird, I thought right? you did. I, bought, you know, yeah. I thought you only watched HDR Zoom video like calls or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that you what know, you too do? bad like... Apple doesn't make a display for normal people. And we're stuck with this one. I mean, it, it is it's truly... It's called the LG Ultrafine. It's, it's truly impressive. It's fine. I know it it's is fine. Perfect. I used one for a long time while I saved mm-hmm. up for this monstrosity. 
It is amazing to me what this technology can do. Like 10,000 LEDs in the backlight. It is up from 72, I think, was originally in the, in the previous iPad Pro. 2,500 local dimming areas where the Pro Display XDR only has 526. So this will be something that Apple continues to roll out. There are rumors that this is going to be on the the big MacBook Pro that we'll see some point later this year, probably. And it, it's it's cool to see it here first. And this is one of those things that's like it's kind of it's kind of a bummer that a lot of people can't get to an Apple store to see it because I feel like this is something you've got to see and decide if it's something you care about or if it will like blow you away in person or not does anyone ever count those things like does anyone actually go there and count like all the mini leds and all the the demons do we just i bet i fix it try like do they actually count them or do we just take it for granted like if i went out and said you know our mac stories we have two million pixels (laughs) whatever like i would believe you see like how would you start counting that even, I mean, I wouldn't worry about it. I don't know. Just, so just like uh, the XDR, you could get a super expensive stand for it. Did you guys see this four hundred dollar stand for the for the for the new iPad? It's Wait, made by what? Kensington. It's called the Studio <laughs> Dock. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that kind of is it, Mike, right? I, like, Mike, I would give you a point just for that if I could, but unfortunately, I cannot. <laughs> I guess the Kensington Studio Dock, provided it works, is the display stand for this XDR <laughs> display, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I remember the first time I saw um, a XDR like doing its thing, you know, I, I was really impressed by it. it you know, the, the brightness in certain areas and stuff really is quite impressive. You know, like I, I was watching a demo and there were like, it was like a dark street and there were street lights. And the illuminated streetlights were so incredibly bright, right? Because it's doing this, the 1600 nits thing because it was just certain areas. And I was very impressed by it. Like, I, I felt like I hadn't seen a screen like that before. So I am really intrigued to see how content looks on this iPad, mm-hmm. right? Like, I if it's if it gives that kind of experience, like, that's going to be a very attractive yeah. thing. But it should for, be even better. And I, yeah. my guess is that if you didn't know and you just like saw this big iPad Pro that you may think it's OLED. If they can really dim it the way we think they can with that many zones. Yeah. I mean, because that's, that's the plan, right? It's like it's to try and achieve what OLED can do without the complexities of trying to put an OLED screen in an iPad Pro. Um, I, I mean, I'm very intrigued by it. I, I think it could end up being great for all of the things that you would want to use an iPad for, right? From content creation, but also to consumption. You know, like I bet it becomes just like a very beautiful screen to watch HDR movies on and stuff like that. So I am very intrigued to see uh, what it looks like. Mm-hmm. All right. Round two. Mike, this is you. The iPad Pro gets 5G. This is only really interesting because it shows that the M1 can do 5G. Yep. And if it's not ever on a Mac notebook, we're going to be sad. Well, because then it's like there's no reason except for, I mean, well, the reason, I guess, would be Mac OS. But yeah, <laughs> the Mac OS doesn't it, know what to do with it. showing that. I mean, this was so obvious, right? Like this just, because if you cast your mind back, uh, we all thought that 
the iPad Pro was going to be the first device to get 5G, right? Mm-hmm. But they just never updated the iPad Pros at the time that we thought they were going to, which was last September. So, 5G. 5G. All right, Federico? My second pick was only the big iPad Pro gets a new display technology. I'm so bummed out about this. Hey, where's my bell? Oh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, so bummed out about this. Yeah, it was rumored. We sort of knew this was happening, but it's still like I still don't understand what exactly the role of the 11 inch iPad Pro is at this point. I, I was already thinking this before, especially since the release of the iPad Air. Now it seems even more true. Like, why would you get the 11 inch iPad Pro? When for the iPad, I mean, like, like this would be uh, the thing. It's like the, if the iPad Pro is the only iPad that can do something incredible that we think's coming, right? We'll see. Then it's like, well, now you would get the iPad Pro because the iPad Air can't do this or can't do this nearly as well. Right? It all comes down though to the to the USB port though, at that point. Or well, the M1 chip. The M1. If if at some point they said, I don't think it would be this summer, but if at some point a few years from now they said, hey. uh the uh, you got to have an M1 for this or that feature, then you would be sort of bummed out. But I think the reason the 11 inch exists is that 12.9 is just too big for some people. That's laptop sized, and I think some people, including myself, just view that as an iPad that's just too big. I'm just very sad that they didn't put that they couldn't put the XDR display in the 11 inch. It'll get there. That's what I would have wanted. You know, eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are y'all going to do as far as purchasing? Are y'all going to upgrade iPads? Yep. Obviously. 12.9. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, uh, what about you, Mike? I will not be buying any for me, no. Um, we are going to upgrade Adina's 12.9. She's using Mile 2018. And she uses it for illustrating. And did a thing that I didn't know you could do. You can actually wear away the coating on the iPads if you use the Apple Pencil enough. Did you know that that could happen? No. <laughs> yeah, if it, and this is the thing I, I've found out it's possible. If you are an artist, especially, will will have this because you would typically be drawing in the same spot of the screen, and if you do that enough, you start to wear away the coating that's on top of it, and continues to work but you she can get this thing sometimes where she'll draw one straight line and it will skip in a few places yikes it's kind of weird didn't know that could happen i mean you know this is an ipad that's been in very heavy use for this and it's multiple years old uh and the, my thinking was that i was going to upgrade my 12.9 inch ipad pro then she'll get my 2020 and then i would get a 2021 but i'm not using my 12.9 inch ipad pro so there's no point in, in doing that. I think she's just going to get one instead. I'll get the chance to see what it looks like, the screen and stuff, but it won't be for me. Uh, I am holding out. Like if, if they end up announcing something at WWDC that takes advantage of the M1 iPad Pro, I will replace my 11-inch. But there isn't enough on the 11-inch iPad Pro for me to want to upgrade from my 2018 for for the usage that I'm getting out of it with the 11 inch, I don't really know if there's much of a reason right now to to upgrade. If you are an 11 inch iPad Pro user of any kind, I don't know if they've shown enough. Right? Does that seem fair to say? Mm-hmm. I think it does. So, I mean, 
I was maybe the only person in the world that upgraded from a 2018 to a 2020, and now I'm not upgrading to, to yeah. 2021. I'd I forgotten bet. you had done that. My niche is a yeah. 2018, and I don't really see any reason to upgrade at this point either. Uh, I'm not planning on it. But I'm holding out for whatever might happen later on. So you reserve the right to upgrade later. I reserve the right to upgrade post-WWDC. So at the end of round two, total score, Federico 2, Mike 1, and I have 1. Federico is leading. We'll pick this action back up on the other side of the break. This episode of Connected is brought to you by StoryWorth. If there's ever been a year to make the moms in your life feel appreciated on Mother's Day, it's this one. You know, last year's been tough. I live in my hometown and haven't seen either of my parents very much. And it's been it's been tough. That's why you should consider treating your mom or mother figure in your life with a heartfelt gift the rest of the family can enjoy too. StoryWorth. It's an online service that helps your mom, grandmother, mother-in-law, and any other mother figure in your life share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun way to engage with them, especially if you can't be together in person. Every week, StoryWorth emails your mom a different story prompt, questions you've never thought to ask. Like, what is some of the best advice your mother ever gave you? And if you could choose any talents to have, what would they be? StoryWorth helps numerous families learn about each other in new ways, and there's no shortage of surprises when reading the weekly stories. After one year, StoryWorth will compile all of your mom's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped for free. I went through StoryWorth with a family member several years ago, and it was really amazing because these questions bring up memories and stories that I had never heard before. It was really a neat way to get to know somebody better. So give your mom or the mother figure in your life a meaningful gift this Mother's Day with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com connected, and you'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash connected for 10 bucks off. Our thanks to StoryWorth for their support of the show and Relay FM. It's time to judge our Ricky picks. My first one. We see some sort of AR-focused hardware. <laughs> well, we told you. I mean, come on. We, right? I mean, you knew you were not going to get this point. Did I? No. No. Did, didn't you? did I? Did you no. genuinely feel like it was possible? I thought it was possible that the iPad would pick up something new, like beyond the lidar sensor, and that that would be that would answer my pick. I wasn't betting on the glasses. I, th- I feel like we tried to explain this to you that we would not have given you that pick. Mm, but the letter of the law, you would have had to suggests that it's not AR focused hardware. If it was like some new lidar array, and they were using a for AR no. kit. That would have been AR-focused no. hardware. But they didn't do that, so no. I didn't get the point. It's not AR-focused hardware, because then you're suggesting that the entire focus of the iPad no, is No, no, AR. the focus of the new LiDAR hardware, or whatever it was going to be. That doesn't make any sense. That's like camera-focused cameras. No, it's not. Right? Like, that doesn't make any sense. You wouldn't say that. This is my phone-focused phone. That's right. This is my this day-focused phone. None of this makes any sense. My night-focused phone. No, none of this makes any sense. You, you were never going to get this pick. Well, neither were you. It wasn't going to happen. No, but I knew it. Two sizes of iMac announced. I knew I wasn't going to get yeah. it, but it was Ricky. It was all I One had. One size, uh, I was but six colors plus silver. Yeah. I love yep. it. I love the way it looks. I think it's beautiful. Oh, I love it. I adore it. I'm going to order one to review. Uh, 
I've decided. Uh, of course, flip flop, flip flip. flop. I'm no, not moving. I'm not moving this. to a 24 inch iMac. Uh, well, you say no, that. I can't. You might change your mind. No. we'll see. I can't go to a 24 inch screen. We'll also, see. Maybe I, you will. I have a Mac Pro. You could put. Could you plug your Pro display into it? Yes. Oh, I'm not doing it. Um, oh, that's that's no, 54 uh, no. This machine doesn't now. meet my needs. I want a bunch of storage inside a computer. This the even the two terabyte iMac isn't enough free space to ho- hold my home folder anymore. I can't do it. What are you doing? A lot of stuff. What are you doing, Federico? Can you get on board with me with this one? You you can't get your home folder on a two terabyte drive. My home folder is one point nine eight terabytes. What's what are on you it? doing with it? I got all sorts of stuff in here, man. Well, I mean, that's are clearly hoarder, yes, Stevens. I mean, we knew so that. So part already. of it is that well, I used like, to keep archived files somewhere else, and that's a terabyte. So I guess I could move that to an external. So I want to know now. Mm-hmm. How much used storage space is in your Mac Pro? Okay, I can tell you right now. Let me pull this up. So Macintosh HD, I've used 4.33 terabytes out of 8 terabytes. That's the boot internal drive. What are you doing? One, a volume I have called Intersect, which is a, it's actually two 4 terabyte, 2.5 inch SSDs rated in mirror with each other on a card. Uh, I've used... 1.9 1.9 terabytes of that four terabyte space. So we're up to six terabytes. Three point, let's see, let's see. 3.7 plus 1.9, it's 5.6. And then with Time Machine, I have used 8.4 terabytes out of 12. <laughs> so all in all, I'm using 14 terabytes of data inside my computer. Out of a possible, what is wrong with you? out of a possible, almost twenty terabytes. What are you doing? This is pathological, Steve. Do you have I, any data outside of your iMac, or your Mac Pro? No, it's all inside the computer. What are you doing? My Devin thinks data databases alone are hundred gigabytes. Got a lot of stuff, man. Yeah, but that doesn't. But what like, stuff? So okay, so let me, so it's all a terabyte of his archive. So we want to we want to look in here. Okay, so the Relay FM archive. But like videos. Like, the Relay FM archive okay, is 470 okay. gigs, and it is a copy of... But like my question would be, why is your computer the place for that? Why, that surely should be done somewhere else, well, right? I mean, someone has why to have a copy... Why are putting on your computer? Someone has to have a copy of every MP3 we've ever published that gets updated weekly. Who else is going to do it? That's not the point. No, the no, point it's is not why someone. on your computer... A computer in the world should have that. I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it needs to be in your Mac Pro. Well, it can right. be. Sometimes it just likes to open the folder yeah. and click the just arrow keys and select, scream through, you know. Put it on shuffle. I get it. I kind of get it. <laughs> <laughs> Browse that folder with CoverFlow. That's right. <laughs> Is it still? A- but again, I still feel like there's many terabytes, many, many terabytes. Most of the terabytes not accounted for hmm. to this Maybe. Point. Got a lot of stuff in Dropbox. Are you doing Plex or something? No Plex. What are you? What are you storing? No real movie uh, library either. That's on a Mac wait, Mini in the house. Wait, 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 Which wait, wait, wait. Tell movie. me again how many terabytes? On oh, my home folder. My yeah. home folder was one point nine. No, no, no. The whole thing. Oh, uh, it was not, well, the, not the not the backup. Without Time Machine. Without Time oh, Machine. Oh gosh, I already closed the tab. I feel like you should. It was one point nine on the 
on the external but internal drive, and then four point three on the boot drive. So what was it six terabytes? We decided yeah. there or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. So you have six terabytes of used storage. Yeah. But there is no video in there. I mean, there's video from work, but I don't have, like, my iTunes movie library synced down or anything. That is unbelievable. I, I can, cannot yeah. fathom this. Six terabytes of web archives? A lot of archives. Is that what it is? There's some, there's some in there. I'm using 873 gigabytes. It's not very much. <laughs> That's what I'm using. No, it's, no, it's not much, clearly. I don't even have an archive. <laughs> it's all in the cloud, baby. It's I, I Stephen. I can't even fathom. That's unbelievable. I had no idea that it, that it had gotten this bad. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff in here. I mean, part of it is like the mythical man month thing. Not mythical man month. What's the chat room? Help me out. What's the theory that like work will take mythical the a lot of time? That sort of thing. Like what? Uh, you know, like if you have six hours for a project, if you have six hours for a project, Parkinson's law, thank you. If you have six hours allotted for a project and you only think it's going to take three, it will actually take six. So like I have the space, so I fill it up. Oh, you're just expanding within the space that you have. Yeah, but wait, what kind of law is that? Right. But there must've been a point where you decided to grow it though, right? Like it wasn't like you went from 256 gigabytes to 12 terabytes. Of I mean, I used to not have a copy of everything that Relay's ever published, for instance. So that's newish. Yeah. Devin thinks new in the last year. So that's a bunch of stuff. This is about half a terabyte so far. <laughs> so uh, again, no, there's still, still a lot of stuff. Though, I mean, maybe right? I got some I stuff hiding understand. I don't know about. We got a lot of stuff. Are you sure you don't have like a corrupt file or something? Have, yeah, that that's just like, like quadrupling every second. <laughs> Are you sure it's not that? Because I mean, if it's not video. Let's see. Let's see how big what my is... user library folder is. Because if I have a runaway log, it's, you sure it's not like a cache or something. Yeah, let's see. That's... This is truly unbelievable. Let's see. Maybe I do have something wrong. Because I... Well, my log file is only a gigabyte, so that's not too scary. Let's get caches. I mean, six terabytes. It's oh, six. I apologize. I'm using one point one terabytes. Is what I'm using. Yeah. See, I'm only eight hundred gigs ahead of you. So it's not that. It's Wait, not that what? wild. No, 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 no. no that is no. everything I have, Stephen. Uh, yeah. Ooh, right. Two, <laughs> I two gigabytes I got of like caches. Seventy. It's not too, I haven't got like much. seventy terabytes scrolled away somewhere. Yeah. That's everything. I don't know. I got a lot of stuff. Look, if there's stuff in that archive, that. You cannot mention on the no, show. No, it's not anything. I like understand. That. No. Okay. All right. But like, for well, instance, right. I have. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll show you. I'll tell you some other stuff. I have. I have 11 gigabytes of mail. Apparently, I took a long time to crawl. Um, archives. I have every PDF I made in my college newspaper. Like. Okay. Because I need those. Yeah, but you. Uh, see. How, how big <laughs> no, you is don't. that? Okay, so I how big gu- is that? Guarantee you, you don't need. Let's those. see how big that is. That folder is. Seven gigs. All right. No, so you- no, none of this is adding up. <laughs> like you keep saying, "Oh, I have all this stuff." It's like it's twenty-five like, megabytes. It's not, <laughs> and also, it's not like you just said, "Oh, I have the entire historical archive of the New York Times." Mm. No, it's seven <laughs> gigabytes of PDF documents. I mean, it's like, I have. I have I'm I do using have... six terabytes of space, but everything's yeah. broken down. So, like down most into of that intersect drive, increment. which I now see, I could just make internal to my boot disk. So I made it that just to simplify mm-hmm. things. Uh, I do have some stuff on there that's like yeah, tech so history and tech content. I can't talk about where I got it. So like the Apple history folder on that drive is a terabyte. Um, 
So that's one sixth is like Apple history stuff that's not in Dev and Think. And most of that is video or PDFs that I just haven't gotten around to, to putting in Dev and Think. Man. It's a lot of stuff. Okay. I have 78. Why are we talking about this? 78 gigabytes. I don't know. We went from AR to this somehow. No, we went from two sizes of iMac to this. I think the idea was Stephen couldn't move to an iMac because he wouldn't have. But see, this, this idea of internal storage doesn't mean anything anyway. If you got like a bunch of drives, put them in a carrier bag and taped them to the back of the iMac, it's basically the same thing. Yeah, and that's how I used to do it with the iMac Pro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I don't want to do it. I want it inside. I really like that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm aware of this. Okay. I'm just happy you're happy, you know? Yeah. All right, so neither of us got our our Ricky picks. No. So we have each lost a point. Federico. Mm. Well, we need to talk about this, though. So I said... The iPad Pro, with an updated USB 4 slash Thunderbolt port, features a new kind of support for external displays. Can I just jump in here? Yes. Because I don't think you got this. I agree, actually. So I think in the spirit of the pick, this is not a point. But if we, if we were to go down on a technicality here, I think it is a point. Because a new kind, like we specifically said, do you want to add all of the things that are in the document as part of the pick? And I said, I just no, think that is just that context. Going from partial to better or slightly better support on the Pro Display Technically, XDR. up to 6K resolution and is I a don't new think this is a new kind of support. I just don't think that. Well, it can. And I just want to state for the record, if you didn't get this point, you would still win. Yes, I know. It's not that is not. It's just we need to debate here because the bill of Rickies doesn't mention the spirit of the pick. Right. The- but I don't think this. I don't even think this is the spirit of the pick question. I don't think that this is a new kind of support for external displays. It's I a, just don't but, think but, that. But but it's English. It's a new kind of support. But I don't think it is a new kind of support. It's the same kind of support. It can just drive bigger displays. I, I don't think that this is a new kind of anything. Okay. I, I- it's just more of an existing thing. Do okay. I agree with Mike. I don't think you get this because it supported the Pro Dis- Display CR at 5K before, but it's not n- new. Like it's just a little bit better. And I think what you really, I think what people think about when they hear that pick is you know apps that actually use the external display. Everything you wrote afterwards, <laughs> just uh-huh. any of those things. Yeah, you know, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care. I just wanted to get the the additional points. I mean, I still win anyway. So you still just, win. Uh, you still win. I mean, look, I'm not saying you don't get it here. Like, I'm not putting my foot down, right? Or I'm not going to go on strike. I'm just saying my read on this was that it it didn't hit the. Yeah, the I know. I know. Yeah. I'm, I just, I don't particularly care. It just I just wanted to try. You know, if I can, if I can swing it. <laughs> so we are we agreeing that nobody got their rookies? Nobody got their rookies. Because if you remember, we then went on to talk for a long time <laughs> about software support, and you thought they would do it, and I thought they wouldn't do it, and that was like this whole long conversation 
Like, this is the kind of stuff we were expecting. And I agree, that wasn't your pick. We didn't include it in the pick. But I think that none of us were thinking it's going to be able to support the Pro Display XDR a higher resolution, and that counts. <sighs> sorry. Sorry, Federico. So, at the end... No, sorry for what I won. I'm, I, yeah, you're you the must, winner. Yeah, you're the winner. There's I, no apologies necessary. You won. So here's the score. Federico won. So congratulations. Thank you. You are the keynote chairman, so you will get access to the Twitter account this weekend. I have zero, and Mike has zero. So we have to flip a coin. Now, historically, I have never won a coin toss. And I always win them. And you always win them. I believe, and again, maybe someone will have to check this. I believe I have won every coin toss that we've done. Maybe. We should add some spice to this coin toss this time. Okay. We should ask not Siri, but Alexa. And we should ask Alexa in Italian. But how are we going to be able to verify? (laughs) Well, you're going to have to trust me. On this, okay, I trust you. Also, I'm gonna air pay. I'm gonna uh, Apple pay you twenty bucks. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Stephen, you can pick. Okay, I pick. Uh, I pick heads. So, for context, uh, heads in Italian would be testa, and uh, what's it, the other one? Tails would be croce. So instead of doing heads or tails, we do heads and cross for whatever reason. Hmm. Um, so. My, uh, Steven, who are you? Heads. Heads? Okay. Alexa, test out croce. What? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> How's your echo treating you now, friend? No. Oh, let me get the smart Wait. one involved. <laughs> Ooh, Siri's so bad. <laughs> Hold up. Is Italian not enabled for the bedroom, Alexa? Really? Oh, look at this. Look. Oh, it's so confusing. Oh, nobody knows how it works. You've got to enable things. Turn you think you'd use it. Italian in the bedroom? <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> why did I? Why do I do these things? Why do I do these things to myself? And I have this. Yeah, look what two... you've done now. You're like, how oh, about we bring a bring a smart assistant into this conversation? See, it wasn't. It wasn't set on the double language. Of course, See, it wasn't. Oh. English Italian, obviously. Updating your language may take a few minutes. See, oh, it was not a problem of the echo, obviously. We I mean, are... it sounds like it was a problem. No, it was my fault. Yeah, I just started talking to you. <laughs> Forgot to set it to English-Italian. Okay, so let's try again, see if, uh, if the setting actually took over. Alexa, test out croce. Well, it's not doing anything. Just ask Siri. Uh, yeah, the 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 uh, the amount of um, anticipation now it's building. See, it's tails. Did you guys hear that? Does that mean I won? Yep. I forgot. Oh, excellent. She said croce. So I win again. So Stephen, you are. Oh, is it you've best gone of one? From best of one. Hero to zero. Yeah, it's always a one thing. Hero to zero. We've gone from keynote chairman to loser. Wait, people are saying that they couldn't hear. Oh, but we trust you. Yeah, we trust so you. So that's that. Okay. No, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, I accept. I accept. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure if if you listen again, you can you can make that out. I'm sure. So up next we have the flexies. Let me remind you of what the bill of Ricky says about the flexies.
Loser of the Flexies must compensate the winner of the Flexies by donating to the charity of the winner's choice. The amount of the donation is $25 per wrong Flexi made by the loser. In the case of a tie, the ratio of correct to incorrect Flexies will be taken into account. Each host must make a minimum of five Flexi picks. Flexies may be reused as future Flexies or regular picks, and the money must be donated on air. All right. Since I won the previous time, I get to go first. The iPod Touch is taken down from sale in the wake of the event. <laughs> yeah. It's still for sale. <laughs> yeah. We see Jaws introduce something. Uh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. The next one we probably need to talk about. The Magic Keyboard for iPad goes unchanged. It's been changed in two ways. So it comes in white now. That's the change. Is it? And and it physically is different dimensions now. So I lost that. Another change. I lost that one. Yeah, you lost that. I lost that one. I actually technically get this one right. Apple did not say AirTags. No mention of AirTags. No, get out of here. Get out of town. Nice try. No. A new iPad comes in a new color for its line. The poor iPad mini didn't even get mentioned. No, man. Apple announces something with podcasts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have one flexi. It's not good. <laughs> Mine were Apple. To- not good. Apple talks about app tracking transparency in iOS 14.5. They did not. Yeah, they just didn't say anything. So I have a question. My next one is new iPad Pro accessory. Now, Logitech... No, 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 come on, listen, wait, wait, Logitech worked with Apple to create the combo touch for iPad. Nice try. No, I'm not going to get that? No. I mean, Logitech, (laughs) in collaboration with Apple Incorporated to create a brand new accessory. The full business name, like it's. It's not more. It doesn't sound more convincing if you do that. Uh, no, it's not gonna get. It's not gonna fly. I'm trying uh, my hardest does, here. What does the Discord think? Is Logitech working <laughs> with Apple Incorporated uh, to? I don't think it's a point, Mike. We should say Ryan says they didn't discuss in the keynote. Ryan, that's not a, in the rules. It is anything that we know about by the time we judge. Mm-hmm. Wow, people just say no overwhelmingly. Dope. I mean, of course it's no. I'm not an idiot. I'm just trying. <laughs> I know this doesn't count. <laughs> see, but see, I respect. I respect the strategy. I will <laughs> like, give you a point just for that. I know that this doesn't count. Like, whilst technically it is a new iPad accessory, it's almost like if I would have suggested about all of the Belkin AirTag things. This isn't what I meant. Everybody knows I meant Apple creating a new Apple Pencil yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Or not a new app, like a brand new type of thing. Uh, 14.5 dropping within 24 hours. Nope. That's not happening. AirTags unveiled. Now, this one's the real heartbreaker for me. You can buy AirTags in a three-pack. Oh, man, you said three-pack. <laughs> I said three-pack. Why didn't no. I just say multi-pack? I don't know why I needed to state three. That's what the rumor was, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Yeah, if you had said multi-pack, you would have had it green. Oh, I need to give you a, a bell for your AirTags. There you go. Oh, thank you so much. All right. And the camera on the iPad Pro moves to the long side. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's ultra wide. 
and does a weird thing where it can shift around the image to keep you in frame. Center stage, yes. But um, mm. no, no okay. long side iPad Pro camera. So what is it? One one, me and Steven, right? Yes. We now get to my fun flexes. So number one, new case colors for the iPhone. Yep, they sure purple a bunch of it's bunch some other of new stuff. Cases. Yep. Um, number two, driver kit comes to iOS to let more kinds of accessories be supported on iPad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am probably going to reuse this at WWDC at some point because it surely yeah, it does feel like big. yes, mm-hmm. and we can reuse flexes if it has been if this has been your risky pick, you cannot reuse it. Yep. Yep. Uh, number three, shortcuts gets new actions <laughs> or triggers for USB connections on iPad. You were really I, expecting a lot in that release. I was. That, you? I mean, but it gets better. Hold on. Number four, hypervisor comes to iPad to allow for virtual machines. So, again, I do think, especially now that that there's the M1 in iPad Pro, I really do feel like at some point in the future they will support virtualization like they do on macOS, but not today. So, yeah. Now, I put this in yellow, but I I think it's a point. Mm, Um, Apple updates... Apple updates the standard Bluetooth Magic Keyboard. I don't know how there's any contention. This is a point. They did. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. Wait, what? Why? It's not a point. <laughs> Why? How? The standard Bluetooth Magic Keyboard did not get an update. The keyboard that yeah, comes with the iMac did, but you can't no, buy this on its own. No, that's it's doesn't a, matter. Ma- come on. Doesn't it's, matter. It's the med- it is the standard Bluetooth Magic Keyboard. No, it's not. The keyboard. standard one is that anyone can go in and buy, and you can't buy one of these. No, 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 no. The standard standard was only in there because he meant not I'm iPad. That's what that Be- meant. If I no, said then Bluetooth- he should have clarified. It doesn't get it. No, I'm no, sorry, no, man. He gets no. this. I, I think this is a point. I think this is a point. Would you want to just lose another coin flip? Because that's how it's oh going. My God. <laughs> I got a coin flip with you either I, I way. So, Well, no. Well, no, Mike is the loser. No, we each made six picks. Oh, you! Oh, yeah, you got to flip a coin. Remember, my, if Mike had stuck with five... Yeah, I, I put the sixth pick in there. I would have lost, but he went with the sixth one. He got greedy. So. I mean, come on. They literally announced a, a bunch of new Magic no, keyboards. No, but it's not... Federico, I am with you on this. I am with you on this. It's not the regular it keyboard. Is, it is. They're just not They're just not selling it with other products like because it, it won't work with the iMac. Also, it is the new Steven, Magic Keyboard. That's what the, it's going to look like. The pick says Apple updates, not Apple Apple puts up for sale. Oh, oh, that come <laughs> but on. No, the word standard, the standard. It is the standard. No, it's not. <laughs> it, mean, it means not 90, magic keyboard for the iPad. No, it doesn't work with 95% of Mac sold and you can't go in and buy so? it. It's not the standard Bluetooth keyboard. All right. So if they said, oh, we're putting it on sale. You would accept that? That doesn't make any sense. If, if they had gotten rid of the one that's on my desk and replaced it with one of these... Well, they would have had to have gotten rid of it to update it. Uh, it yeah, they didn't update it. Yeah, that's... I think we I think we need we need a third party. I refuse to give this up. Okay. So All let right. me see if I can find okay. somebody. Wow. All right. I'm going to text Jason. 
I mean, I'm not 100% sure because it's two to one, but... This is like, this is, I'm being robbed of my flexes here. <laughs> like, this is absurd. Like, everybody knows that there's a new Magic Keyboard for desktop, and you're hanging this victory on a, on a technicality for the word standard. Yeah. Steve, so, for context, Steve Troutonsmith is texting me right now saying you totally get uh, that But point. I'm not texting him. Hang on, hang on. Are you asking Jason to come on the yes. show or are you just asking yeah. him the question? All right. Uh, if anyone comes on this show, I'm asking the question. Yeah, because it's between me and Federico. Right, because you two can't be trusted. Yeah. Okay. So if, if we can find someone to come in and answer this question for us, then I'm the one who's going to be doing the asking around here. This is ridiculous. The fact that we got to get this adjudicated. We do. It's yeah. just ridiculous. I won't let it go. Even John agrees. Even John... I mean, come on. All right. Jason's going to come on. We all okay. know it. <sighs> aye, aye, aye. All right. I just sent him the Zoom link. He should, be, he should be joining us. Hello, Mr. Snell. Hello, boys. What seems to be the problem? Hello, Jason. <laughs> Jason, I'm going to read you a question, and I just want you to say... Uh, well, I'm going to read you a pick, and I want you to say whether this pick was correct or incorrect. All right. Apple updates the standard Bluetooth Magic Keyboard, the desktop one. That's correct. Come See? on. <laughs> In your face, Akin. <laughs> can I make my ca- can I make my case to you, Jason? I mean, I already said yes, but sure, go ahead. Now that I mean, what what jury brings back a verdict before hearing closing arguments? What is this? I don't this? know. It's the Rickies. Weird things happen. But go ahead. It's actually just the flexies. <laughs> We're just okay. arguing over something that doesn't matter. Yeah, this is just this cash on the line, though. There is. It's for, for charity. Apple didn't. Apple re- updated the iMac keyboard, but you can't go into an Apple store and buy one of these, so it's not the standard Bluetooth Magic Keyboard. <sighs> I I get I I get what you're saying, but this is clearly the as soon as they have enough of them to sell them separately. <gasps> of course, they're gonna. So uh, what's so good is I just made this point. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> and, and so to say it's like, oh no, 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 it's not. Uh, you know, it's not available to the general public yet, and therefore it's it's a, some weird side keyboard that will never be. I mean, we know we all know that it's going to be there eventually, and it is the next one. Amazing. And also the another part of this, which which I was leaning on, Jason was. By saying standard, Federico meant not the iPad one. Yes, anyway. exactly. So exactly, it's a new standard being set right now. Jason, I'm so pleased that, that oh, you came you, in to talk some sense into Stephen. This was a very long <laughs> argument that you'll hear later. <laughs> this has been going on for a very long I time. <laughs> look forward to it. Well, it's this. Is what happens when you do connect on Fridays? It's very confusing. Yes, yes, it mm-hmm. is. I know. We're all very upset. Thank you, Jason. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, boys. Stephen, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Did you pick Jason explicitly because you thought he was going to agree? No. To be no. honest. Yeah, sure okay. Did. All right. Well, That's did. fair. That's fair. I just wanted to know if you thought he would agree with you. Anyway, uh, flexing number six. Uh, the new iPad Pro comes with a new GAN charger. Gan. Yeah, it does. A lot of people thought you said gun charger the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> a gun a charger? Gun charger. <laughs> yes, you can charge your water gun. Uh, sure. No, like it's the, a uh, what was gallium... the Nintendo gun thing called? The Super Scope. Yeah, the... it's like one of those. <laughs> you shoot it at the screen. Mm-hmm. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Gun charger. Anyway, that would be two flexes out of six. Clean up. Clean up for Federico. The winner of the flexes as well. So now you get to do another coin flip. Now we do. Okay, so now let me point the microphone at the. At Steven, the do you want to choose this time? I'll let you choose this time. Okay, I'm going to go with heads. Always go with heads. All right, so Mike is heads, which again is testa in Italian. Testa. <laughs> One again. <laughs> 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 I'm king of the coin flip. It's kind of funny. I have never yeah. had to choose a charity or pay a charity for the flexies. It's always been between the two of you. So the flexies, Federico won, then Mike, and then me, lost by coin toss. Same as the picks. So I have to donate $25 per wrong pick. Oh, my gosh. I had five <laughs> so, wrong picks. So where am I spending my $125, Federico? Oh, oh. You know what? I, if possible, let's see, let's see if we can do this. I would like you to donate to help out our friends in India. Okay. Mm. Uh, let's see if maybe the American Red Cross. Probably maybe? the Red Cross, I reckon. Probably the Red Cross. Good... Yep. Let's see. I'm just looking on their site. Oh, the Indian Red Cross? But I don't know if that's true, actually. I'm seeing if you can, like, tell them where to yeah. put it. It doesn't look like you can, but I can donate to them. 125 I want to support... Uh, the. Okay, so I have options. Disaster Relief... Spring tornadoes and floods, where it's needed most. Your local Red Cross, which would be Memphis, I guess. And then uh, hmm. they have like a blood services division. I feel like where it's needed most, probably okay. where to give. I'm going to dedicate this gift to a friend or loved one. Federico Fatici. What if I'm both? Oh, they support Apple Pay. That's nice. Apple Pay is coming up. I have an Intel Mac, so it takes a long time to realize I'm wearing an Apple Watch. All right. It is done. All right. $125. That was a bad one. Ooh. Today is not my day. No, you have not done well today, my friend. I'm sorry. I was not expecting this kind of end for the Rickies and the Flexies and Jason and all that shouting going on. <sighs> I need a drink. Completely middle of the road. But I won everything in your face, both of you. <laughs> ah. There it is. That's what we were looking for. Ah, that feels nice. Ah, back where I belong. Finally got a win back, huh? It's been a long time for you. Back where I belong, sitting on the throne. You may only the get king like of the Rikis. seven ah. weeks or so, right, with this? Especially if you're going to start talking about hypervisor again. I think you mean. I think you you said another year, right? It's not I the think annual. That's what I heard. <laughs> I think I think you said you said I I I will continue winning. You you said I think I heard that, and I think you're right, Mike. I, will <laughs> I wish you the best of luck. All these events. Ah, oh, that feels nice. Where's my password, Hackett? Mm. I'll send it to you. Thank you. If you want to find links to stuff we spoke about, head on over to our website, relay.fm slash connected slash 342. While you're there, you can become a member and get Connected Pro, which is a longer ad-free version of the show each and every week. We appreciate the many of you who are members. You can find us all online. You can find Federico on Twitter as Vitici, V-I-T-I-C-C-I, and he's the editor-in-chief of MacStories.net. Federico, I have a question for you. 
Okay. Tell me about a time where you chose to have mercy on somebody. <laughs> not now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, a bunch of times. Um, it wasn't today. <laughs> I could have sued my former and only employer when I was 20 for a lot of money. Like a lot of money. And I didn't do that because... I was lazy is the is the first reason. Like it was a whole thing. And it's like I mean it's a lot of I money. don't think you can claim mercy for being lazy. But no, hold no, oh, hold on. I also felt like I didn't wanna start off my career as a as a independent on that kind of note. Hmm. You know, like I th- so uh, this is probably going to sound stupid. I felt like it was going to bring me bad luck to mm. do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like uh, you really want to go independent and, and you know, get your money by suing somebody. I don't know. So like, I kind of had merch. And like, and my family disagreed with me. Uh, my accountant was furious. Um, but ultimately I decided, you know what, I, it is what it is, whatever. Um, I, I didn't want to do that. And also, like, now, looking back, I'll tell you, I'm actually grateful for that person who fired me because it allowed me to do what I do right now and to say these words in front of a microphone at this very moment. Like, mm-hmm. actually, I'm pretty grateful to that person. Without them, you never would have won the Rickies. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So look at all this joy and victories that that person firing me brought me over the years. And um, so, yeah, I guess I was merciful at the time. Now, like, if I were to run into this person, you know, in in Viterbo, I would actually go for the handshake. I mean, if we ever go back to that kind of uh, situation... But, like, no hard feelings, you know? Like, you fired me. You were, let's say, an idiot at the time. Um, But whatever. All is good now. So, you know, whatever. It's fine. It sounds like you were the bigger person, and that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's not so long. I don't think it's good energy to to keep, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So. I like it. It was mostly for that reason. You can find Mike on Twitter as I-M-Y-K-E. He's the host of a bunch of shows here on Relay FM and Twitch streams about keyboards most Fridays at Mike.Live. I just wanted to say for, for people who want to check it out, uh, on Monday's episode of Upgrade, we have a really great interview uh, with two uh, people who work over at Apple. So they were both in uh, the presentation and we're, talking to them about the iMac. It was Colleen Novielli and Nev Preet-Colotti. Uh, it's a really fun interview that I think people are going to dig. You can find me on Twitter as ISMH, and I write 512pixels.net. Uh, before we go, I want to tell you about another show here on Relay FM. Roboism is a show by Alex Cox and Kathy Campbell, two of our very good friends. There they explore how things like AI, machine learning, and digital assistance affect our culture. Explore the humanity behind the bots that are quickly becoming a part of our everyday life at relay.fm slash roboism or search roboism wherever you get your podcasts. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week, FitBod, ExpressVPN, and StoryWorth. 
Until next time, guys, say goodbye. Arrivederci. Cheerio. Bye, y'all.